course, with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and the hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. Before this exciting adventure, a word from our sponsor. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the oat cereal that's ready to eat, Benny Crocker mixes, and Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. Presents by special recording, The Lone Ranger. When your mom packs a specially delicious lunchbox for school, doesn't it make you feel all happy and kind of proud? The kids you eat with want a bite, or maybe even ask if you'll swap lunches. Well, that probably happens to you all the time if your mom bakes Betty Crocker cake mix cakes. Mmm, a great big wedge of, say, Betty Crocker honey spice cake sure turns a school lunch into a feast. And I hope your mom knows how easy it is to bake one up. All the good-tasting spices and sweet golden honey and everything are right in the mix. She just has to add water and two fresh eggs for a perfect cake every time. Cake after cake after cake. It's guaranteed perfect by Betty Crocker of General Mills, Minneapolis. So next time you're asked what you'd like in your lunchbox, Tell Mom some Betty Crocker honey spice cake. Maybe she'll even let you take the whole cake to share at school. A say-let's-be-buddies kind of cake. A perfect Betty Crocker honey spice cake. With his faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those whirling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. For some time, an assortment of wooden crates had been piled up on the platform of the railroad town called Goldville. The crates held mining machinery for the Stoddard Gold Mining Company. But John Stoddard was having trouble. He couldn't persuade Hank Sims to freight his goods into the mountains. Confound it, Sims. My mine can't operate without that machinery. We've been shut down for a month waiting for delivery. You have wagons? You're in the freight business? Not me, no three. I wouldn't tackle that job with my wagon. Why don't you talk with the Silver Dollar Line? That's a big outfit. Conway's price is too high. Oh, mind you, take good care of those coffee inside, Thunder Martin. Watch out, you don't get behind any of them. Who's that? His name's Thunder Martin. Used to be a mule skinner. Now he's settled down on a farm north of here. He's a big man. And plenty tough. He's raising mules now. <laughs> it looks like he's moving the shipping of them somewhere. Hey. Hi there, Hank. How's everything around here? Howdy, Sunday. What are you doing in town? <laughs> well, Clarabelle Hornblow, I'm uh, working on a ranch, you know. You need mortgage money, so I aim to sell a few mules. Who's there? Hey, shake hands with John Stoddard. Well, I heard about you, Stoddard. You're the mining man. That's right. You uh, ain't got an unprogressive phase. Huh? Well, What's that? If like. your cat used that mining machinery while she's piled up here today. I've been trying for a month to get your friend here to move it. What? You, Hank? Yep. But I won't touch the business, Thunder. 
If you tell Conway wants a contract to handle started mining business. Tell Conway that piece of side money. You afraid of him? Well, uh, he hires gunslingers. Why don't you hire yourself some gunslingers? Have you the courage to move my freight? Me? If I had wagons, I'd take the job in no time. I'd sooner pick up cash that way than part company with my mule. But, Thunder, what about drivers? I wouldn't need them. I'd drive the lead mule, and the others would fall in line on a road. I'll find wagons for you. I'll buy some. Hey, don't yell, Tony, man. Hey, Tonto, hi there, Tonto. Oh, Thunder. Do you know that Indian? Know him? Why, you doggone right I know him. Hey, Tonto, where at is your friend? Oh, him, him in camp nearby. Hey, he'll be glad to know I'm going back into the freighting business. Yes, sir, I, I'm going to mule freight for the started mining company. Well, that is, if we can come to terms. Terms? Well, my terms will be just what Hank would have charged if he wasn't spooked by Cal when the Lone Ranger saw Tonto ride into camp at sunset, he knew that his Indian friend had something unusual to tell. What happened in town, Toto? Well, meet the old friend, Thunder Martin. I thought he was on Clarabelle Hornblow's ranch. Of him in town with mules. Him take job. What kind of a job? Mule freight. Him take machinery to started mine. How does that happen? Started not pay Conway Price. That is the biggest mining man around here. Ah. Other freight line, afraid of Conway. No thunder, take job. Cal Conway's been trying to get control of all freighting. He's built such a monopoly that mines are likely to be shut down. Miners will be out of work. One of our biggest industries will be at a standstill. Oh, that bad. Otto, it's bad country between Goldville and the started mines. That's right. Almost anything could happen to thunder on that trip. No one would ever know about it. When does he plan to start? Uh, tomorrow morning. Come on, Toto. Uh, what we do? Put out the fire. I'll saddle Silver. Uh, We're going into town. Pretty boy. Easy, Silver. And what to do there? We've got to keep an eye on Conway and have a talk with Thunder. Back in town, Toto had little difficulty in locating Conway. He saw the owner of the Silver Dollar Freight Line at a table in the big front window of the restaurant. Toto watched until the two men left the cafe. He saw Cal Conway crumple up a piece of paper and toss it on the boardwalk. The Indian sauntered casually across the street, looked to make sure he was unobserved, then picked up the paper and tucked it into his pocket. A few minutes later, he was with the Lone Ranger in back of the hotel. Light coming from the window was sufficient to reveal the pencil sketch. Mm, he must have it. Yes. Conway tossed a plenty bad color. You know the man, brother? Ah. His name Arden. Vince Arden? That's right. He's a notorious gunslinger. He's been suspected of a number of murders. There's been no proof. Ah. Have a look at the sketch. Uh, yeah. It looks like a map. That's right. Right here. These are probably the mountains. This place is labeled Goldville at the town. Ah. This line must represent the canyon. Oh, he knows that canyon. He's Little Bear camp there. Little Bear? He's your friend. Ah. Him come there a short time ago, maybe three, four months. I see. Indian village. Right, right here. That's where these marks are, huh? Ah, that's right. Here, Tano, is a place marked with an X. I wonder, it could be the scene of a planned attack. Mm -hmm. That'd be plenty bad. 
anything happen there, Chief Little Bear and his people get blamed. That's probably what Conway has in mind. Oh. You see Thunder Martin? No, not yet. But I've located his hotel room. It's the lower one, right over there. Oh. What we do? Thunder can reach the started gold mine without going to the canyon. I'm going to try to persuade him to take that route. Window open. It's the window of Thunder's room. I'll wait here. See what I can do with him. Thunder Martin felt cramped in the small hotel bedroom. He kept up the squeaking bed as if he didn't expect it to support his weight. Doggone, I sure hope it'll hold. Thunder. Hey, who's calling my name? Here, the window. What? Well, I'll be... Come on in here. Doggone, I was wondering about you. The fact is, I asked Toto. Doggone, I'm sure glad to see you. Uh, what are you doing in town, anyhow? Come to call on you, Thunder. You've taken a new job. You're doggone right, I have. Thunder, you're going to have trouble with Conway. Oh, that ornery cormorant. If, if he didn't... No, he won't act himself. He'll hire gunmen to work for him. And the canyon between here and the mountains makes an ideal place for an ambush. Well, that better not try it. I'll be packing two guns. No, now wait. Wait a minute, Thunder. In that canyon, you can be shot from ambush. You won't even see the gunmen. And the Indians of Little Bear's tribe will be blamed for whatever happens to you. There's another route to the started mine. You don't have to go through the canyon. Yes, but that'd mean two days extra travel. The canyon is dangerous. Well, I was never a man to sidestep danger. And what's more, dodging the issue will never beat Cal Conway. That pole cat is asking for a showdown, and the sooner it comes, the better. Thunder, you may be right. A showdown might be a good thing if we could be sure the Indians aren't blamed. Now, uh, how soon do you plan to start? Well, sir, I aim to start at daybreak, and there's nothing going to change my plan. We'll continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. All over the country, in every direction, how yes, how yes, do it is the question, and here's one the hammer that these people have to pay. That goes for the star wherever you are. Take Barbara Ann Scott, figure skating champion from the Northland. Watch her on this one. Barbara Ann's good. Now, there is a champ who's a real Wheaties fan. Sure helps to keep a gal up on her toes. A guy, too. Take Bob Lemon, who pitches a lot of ball for the Cleveland Indians. Lemon knows what champions know. Wheaties for breakfast, away you go. Gosh, no wonder the champs of tomorrow are eating Wheaties today. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties plate. Keep on eating your to continue. The Lone Ranger and Toto left town in the middle of the night and traveled as fast as possible across the plains with a minimum of pauses for rest and refreshment. 
On the morning of the second day, they passed the town of Hawksville, then entered the canyon, beyond which lay the started gold mine. <laughs> the horses moved slowly close to the bank of a stream that watered the canyon floor. We've made good time, Carlo. It'll be at least a day before Vince Arden and his men get this far. That's right. Probably two days before Thunder Martin gets here. Are we not far from Little Bear Village? You think we can reach it by mid-afternoon? Ah. Little Bear will do as you ask. He may be able to prevent a lot of trouble. You can persuade him and his people to move their camp, or come to the canyon and pitch their tents near Hawksville. Oh, what could that do? They can get there sometime during the night. Arden and his men will see the camp. They'll know that Little Bear can't be blamed for anything that happens in the canyon. The Indians will have an alibi. They'll be within view of the people in Hawksville. Oh, no, Miss Heavy. Arden won't attack unless he knows that Little Bear will get the blame. You think him give up plans? He might. Well, me talk to Little Bear. Do you think you can persuade him to move? Well, me not know, but me try. It was sunset when Toto rejoined the Lone Ranger and reported the failure of his mission. Ah, uh, me talk long time. It's no good. Little Bear wouldn't be persuaded, huh? No. Oh, must try some other plan. Oh, he's plenty worried. No. Little Bear, good Indian. Him people, peaceful Indians. Yes, Toto. Them blamed for murder. Soldiers go, make war. They might try to meet Arden and his gang and turn them back. Uh, eight, maybe nine men, Arden gang. Yes, the odds against us would be heavy. One of us were killed, Little Bear's people would be blamed, just as they would be if Thunder Martin were to die. Well, there's one way I don't know whether it would work or not. Do you think Little Bear would fight to save your life? Well, he'd fight to save life a Little Bear, and him ready to fight for Tonto. And our plan might work. Little Bear doesn't know me. That's right. Go back and tell Little Bear you hope to spend some time with him. In the meantime, I'm going to ride the back trail to Hawksville until I come within view of Arden and his gang. And I know they're in the canyon. I'll double back without letting them see me. I'll find some place to hide close to Little Bear's village. You be on the alert for the signal, the bird call we use. Ah, and when you get there? Probably not before tomorrow. Tell Little Bear that you have enemies in the canyon. When you hear my signal, leave the village and come toward me. I'll carry you away on silver and make the Indians think you're being abducted. At noon the following day, Vince Arden and his gang were moving westward through the canyon toward the scene of the ambush. At the same time, the Lone Ranger prepared to act. He tightened the cinch, checked his equipment, swung into the saddle, and headed toward the Indian village. The Indians were playing strenuous games for Toto's benefit. There were tests of strength and courage and feats of endurance. Throughout the good-natured competition, Toto sat with Little Bear in front of the largest wigwam. He kept listening carefully and finally heard a familiar bird call. Then he turned to Little Bear. Little Bear, maybe someone come here to get Toto. You got enemy? You fear bad men? Well, me tell you about bad men who come to valley. Huh? You fear? Maybe them come here. Tonto, where you go? Here's town. Go back to Wigwam. Take a look. In a moment, Tonto was beyond the circle of wigwams and out of view of all the Indians. Then Little Bear heard a sudden cry from his friend. Little Bear! Tonto! 
Little Bear didn't suspect that Tonto was riding away with the Lone Ranger only because the masked man wanted the Indians to ride in pursuit. Get horse! Get horse! Confusion reigned in the Indian village. Little Bear was everywhere, hurrying his men to the backs of their horses. Then go that way! Ride! Get Tonto! In a moment, the Indians were mounted and racing in pursuit of Tonto and the masked man who carried him away. Silver, carrying both the masked man and Tonto, raced along the floor of the canyon, well ahead of the Indians. Are they coming, Tonto? Ah, uh, Indians come! We'll get all the lead we can. We're not far from Arden's gang. Faster, Silver! Faster! Then Tarzan and his men were nearing the place where they planned to wait an ambush behind Big Rock. Presently, some distance ahead, they saw a white horse coming around the bend. There were two men riding at top speed. One wore a mask. The other was an Indian. Right in, boys. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. oh. What's this coming, Vince? I don't know. Yeah, that horse is coming mighty fast. Hey, that man's wearing a mask. Yeah, maybe we'd better pull back and make room for him to pass. Yeah, pull your horses over the side, boys. Come on. Vince Harden's men moved to the side of the canyon, but the Moon Ranger didn't choose to pass. Instead, he drew rain and brought the great horse Silver to a sudden stop. Oh, Silver, oh, easy, silly. Now, what's the idea? Who are you? Why are you wearing that mask? The Indians are coming this way. What Indians? Little Bear and all of his people. are trying to rescue this man. They are here, Tim. Me too. They'll be here in a minute. Here they come. I can see them. You men are going to have your hands full. The Indians will think you are after their friend. Now, hold on. Why should they think that? Because I'm going to leave this Indian with you. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not going to stay and face those redskins. Down you go, Indian. The Lone Ranger fairly threw Toto off silver. The Indian fell against Vince Arden and grabbed the leader of the gunman as if to break his fall. But actually, he dragged Arden from the saddle to the ground. The whole thing happened so fast that the outlaws were bewildered. They saw their leader struggling on the ground with Toto as the masked man dashed away. I'll help you, Finn. Grab the red team. Pull him off the board. Yeah, I'll get him. What about the masked man? I get that man. Some of the gunmen swung from their horses to grab Toto. Others watched the masked man dash out of sight beyond a bend. Then several decided to go for their guns. But at that time, it was too late. Little bear and his slaves had closed in and assumed that Toto was trying to break away from captors. Several men had drawn guns, but Argu was quick to grasp the situation. Don't fire! Don't start shooting! One shot and they'll wipe us out! Throw up your hands! Surrender these redskins! Argu knew it would be hopeless to try to overpower 200 Indians. But boss, they'll make us prisoners! All right, let them! Prisoners will have a change. We try to fight them, we'll be wiped out! Two days later, Hank Sims was lounging in front of his small office when Cal Conway came down the street and stopped. Howdy, Sims. Have you had any word about that mule skinner friend of yours? Not yet. He had a lot of nerve starting out for the started mines when that freight. I understand there's a savage bunch of Indians in the canyon. Conway, you know better than that. Those Indians are no more savage than you or me. Never can tell about a redskin. You needn't waste your breath on me, Conway. Something happened to Thunder Martin, it'll be your doing, and not the work of Redskin. <laughs> you know, I have a hunch Scotty will wish he'd met my prize. Oh, 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 oh. look at that white horse. See, that man's mad. Well, of all the nerves. 
One of you is Hank Jim. That's my name, stranger. If you have questions about this mask, you'll probably get answers when Thunder Martin comes back. In the meantime, I have some interesting news for you. I wish I knew that Thunder would be coming back. There's no doubt of that. What do you mean, mister? Perhaps you'll understand when I tell you what happened in the canyon. There were some gunmen in that canyon who might have been planning to ambush Thunder Martin. But they had some trouble with Indians led by Little Bear. The gunmen were captured by the Indians. What? Captured? They were lucky Little Bears learned about the white man's law. Instead of killing the gunmen, the Indians took them to their village as prisoners. The uh, gunmen were led by Vince Arden. Vince Arden? He's your friend, Conway. If he was there to waylay Thunder, it's because you think so. Oh, that's a lie. It's not a lie. It's the truth. And here are statements to prove it. They're signed by Arden and every one of his men. You mean to say he's You take your statements, Hank. Hey, these are proof that Cal Conway tried to ambush Thunder Martin. How'd you get those statements? A man came into Little Bear's village soon after the prisoners were brought there. He talked at length to Little Bear. And the Indian chief agreed not to punish the prisoners... If they would sign these statements and confessions... What? Arden and his men must have heard stories of Indian punishment. They were quick to sign the documents. Conway, you're through. And with you in jail, the rest of us can make an honest living. All in praise of honest prices. Little Bear will turn his captives over to the marshal. They make good witnesses against Conway. Here's the sheriff. Hey, sheriff, sheriff. If you think I can steal you, fool, Hank. Hank, you wouldn't shoot. Oh, wouldn't I? You just try to make a break and see how fast they'll shoot. What's going on here, Hank? Who's the masked man? Why are you holding a gun on Conway? Here, Sheriff. These papers will explain it. Well, what's that man? You won't need me now, Hank. I'll go and meet Carlo and Thunder Martin. Hold on! Oh, perhaps this bullet will identify me, Sheriff. I have it, but what... Oh, Silver. I don't know who the masked man is, Sheriff. He brought in these affidavits that'll jail Conway and smash the monopoly on freight. And I've got a hunch he's the one who went to the Indian village to get these confessions. All right, Hank. Put your gun up. I'll take charge of Conway. Now, now listen, Sheriff. Hey, I'm talking until you get to court, Conway. I'd sure like to know who that masked man is. Hey, you mean to say you haven't guessed? He's the Lone Ranger. Oh, oh, oh. Feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated is produced by Pendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy. Listen to the Lone Ranger brought to you by special recording Mondays through Fridays at this same time.